Hello and welcome to the Kryptonaut Podcast. My name is Mark Storrs and hanging out with me as always is Mr. Robert Thomas Morphy II. In Dubadilly. What's happening, buddy? Not much, man. Feeling fucking great compared yeah. to how I've been, so... Rocking and clocking, I guess, whatever that is. <laughs> rocking whatever that new verb is. Which I've been clocking around, you know. Uh, fucking around. Oh, man. Yeah, no, uh, I was on the verge of getting sick, but I am better. Everything is good. All health here is A-OK. We are just blasting into the holiday season. I totally got taken off guard. I suddenly was like, holy shit, I need to start Christmas shopping like e fucking immediately. Yeah. And, um, you know, but you know, man, you know how I do? I just banged it all out in like two days. <laughs> so, with obviously from the help, with the help of my wife, we got all of our stuff done. It was super dope. Do you guys still like go store shopping or oh, are yeah. you like 21st? Oh, so you don't just Amazon the fuck out of it? No, I mean, some shit I Amazon the fuck out of, but a lot of stuff I'm just like, yo, let's just hit up, you know, wherever and get all of our shopping That's awesome. Done. I like that tradition. Yeah, we, have, we actually have a little, me and her get a little day out of it, which is nice, couple days, and it's it's fun. It's it's good time. and That I get. Yeah. No, I mean, I'd avoid that shit like the plague. Like, I won't go to a store unless I absolutely have to on the best of times, but certainly not in the Christmas season, but I appreciate what you guys have going. I enjoy the uh, holiday merriment. Is that what you call it? Yeah, just the cheer. Mm. Just the cheer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's the unruffled mo- feathers, the, yeah. the fucking complete yuletide joy that spread everywhere in public. It's, a, it's actually just me going to the toy section and being like, all right, honey, I'll call you when I'm done. So I go to like look at the action figures, go check out the fun codes. I'm like, oh shit, nothing's new. All right, I'm going to go bug her so I can go sit in the truck. And oh, what are you going to do if they outgrow, if they outgrow toys? <laughs> You'll you know, break your heart. Yeah, well, I mean, luckily, I haven't outgrown toys. So. That's true. It might run in the family. Yeah, there it is. All right, Robert Patreon. We got some shout outs to do for Always the folks exciting. that support us over there at the old Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. Robert, let's get started. Keeping it real with Chimera DNS. Hell yeah. Moving on with Weird Moose 13. All right, man. I like Weird Moose. That's dope. I do too. Jason Hackman. Thank you, Jason. Aaron Fry. Hell yeah, Aaron. Jade. Just Jade, I like it. Timmy Karinko. Timmy. Good old Timmy K. What's happening? Crawfordsville, 1891. I think we know a little bit about that. Oh, yes. I think. I'm pretty sure that's the time. Took the me time, a second. The time of the, the multi-flippered blanket of cycloptic implication. Terror. Okay, I like it. Cool. But if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I doubt it. That's Crawford's building. Oh, believe me, somebody will let us know. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, you're going to get a well, actually. I, I always remember that episode because of, of it flying over that neighbor's house and like nobody was letting them know. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, man, not my not my farm, not my pig. So <laughs> there you go. Not my farm. Jacob Rosam. Thank you, Jacob. And we're going to round it up with a uh, short list this week, which is nice. Ekalala. Nope. Nope. Ekalala. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I had it down. You I said did. so. So well. All right. Echa, ec, fuck. Echolabra. Yeah. Jesus Christ. How did I get it? I, yeah. I'm. I, I was adding like seven more laws. It was echolabra. 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 There you go. Thank you for all your support over there at Patreon. Hey man, this past well, you know, time wise or whatever, we recently had a movie night. We did for Prince of Darkness. We oh. finally got a chance to watch it. I Fine. honestly, halfway through, I'm like, holy shit! I remember like four things from this movie. <laughs> 
Which is mostly the giant devil when when the the girl's like father. Oh yeah, and goes to the mirror or whatever. Yeah, the skin conditions in that movie are unreal. Oh, I haven't seen that movie in so long, but holy shit, it was super fun to hang out with everybody and watch that movie. Holy fuck, it was so Agreed. cool. We had literal Jesus streaming it for us, man. Hackety holding it down, Bone Daddy over there doing us. So thank you all, the Patreon for hooking us up with that. It was super dope, awesome movie night, and yeah, we're gonna have some more um, Discord events coming up. Those will be posted in the Discord, and as always, you have access to the Discord. So you're on Patreon, jump on there, check it out. Super cool community. And my last count that I saw, there was a member count of 666. Oh no. We gotta stop it. <gasps> if you get in, you get in. If you don't, you don't. <laughs> so so yeah, be be sure to jump on there and check that out. Super dope time. Super awesome. This week, Robert, here we are. I'm going to stumble the fuck over this, but this is kind of cool. Episode 270. Oh, we made the joke about 269, well, 420, bro. But 270, 270 episodes. And now that we're getting up there in a little bit, every week's just going to be a magical moment. We're like, oh my God, Robert, it's 271. Holy shit balls. Can you believe we did it? Right. <laughs> That'll be next week. I'm, but... I'm sure. I'm sure. 300, we're going to have to make a thing. Yeah, I mean, like, it's going to have to be. It's coming to soon. Do. It's not. It's. No, I know. It'll be here before we fucking it's know it. Closer. But yeah, so this week, episode 270, Tentacle Terrors, part one. Oh no! Octo demons. Who knew? I mean, I did read it at first, of course, because I'm an idiot. Testicle terrors. Yes, testicle. Because terrors. I can't read tentacle, tentacled without reading testicles. Because you know, it's just the way of the West. I know. We're 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 gonna get mail. We're gonna email about it. We're gonna get messages. It's awful. Regardless, let's get started with those of us who've had horrific nightmares of floating alone in a vast dark ocean. Only to feel the slippery, sinewy grasp of an unseen tentacled terror wrap around our legs before yanking us down into the briny depths have always woken up to the dubious comfort that to actually confront one of these malignant mollusks, we'd have to choose to go to the sea. But for an unfortunate few encounters with a new breed of decidedly phantasmagorical undulating abominations can happen anytime and anywhere look at you go that was beautiful reading that sir. will never happen again i loved it and it flawless one take one my, take my yes that, that was one take there will be no edits but i will say this my cadence in the beginning got real weird no, no. <laughs> I could, no I could it was tell. it was deliberate <laughs> i could tell i could tell so, I yeah loved man it. we got tentacle terrors robert let's get started with this malignant abomination of crustaceous oh go go Craniology. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ride with you wherever this fucking, fucking train goes. I don't give a fuck. Terror. There it is. <laughs> yeah, dude. Let's do it, buddy. All right. The octopus. Since a time immemorial, human beings have had a paradoxical relationship with these beak-bearing, multi-limbed masterpieces of evolution that crawl, swim, and conceal themselves in the most amazing ways in the shallow tidal pools or vast depths of the world's oceans. Ancient seafarer legends contend that some of these beasts can grow to colossal proportions and develop a taste for human flesh. A legacy that, in many ways, persists to this day with some considering anything in the order Octopoda to be frightening, while others believe them to be fascinating and still others consider the soft-bodied eight-limbed mollusks as little more than food. So there's a lot of ways we consider 
our, our little tentacle friends. I mean, there's, a, I guess you can take them a bunch of different ways. As mentioned above, for those who fear these creatures, a sort of solace is achieved by the knowledge that contact with cephalopoda are removed from the day-to-day lives of most human beings and must be sought out. But as with all of nature's rules, there are exceptions. And in these cases, the exceptions would seem to appear under the umbrella of the paranatural. Nothing worse than a phantasmagoric cephalopoda octopoda. There you go. Yeah, I did it. There you go. I know words. You do. Yeah. We here at the Kryptonaut Podcast are no strangers to surreal cephalopod-like creatures. From the terrifying, especially for the fucking creature, 1961 run-in that a pair of Spanish truckers had with a hairy tentacled cousin-it-like critter that we've affectionately dubbed Octosquatch, to 1968's rambling alien octopoids, to Kentucky's totally describable, indescribable octoman that wandered around the rural roads and waterways of that fair state in the winter of 1959. Totally can't describe it, even though totally. it's, uh, an, it's an octo man. It, yeah, I mean it's it's described in detail multiple times. <laughs> the title, super yep. thick, but that, that's just the way it is. There it is. But while these beasts may be attributable to origins as diverse as alien interlopers to unknown animals to atomic age mutations, what we are going to be dealing with here are ostensibly intelligent entities who occupy a decidedly more metaphysical niche. Our first case comes to us from the website PsychicExperiences.com, a place where individuals can chronicle and compare their personal accounts of encounters with psychic phenomenon and was posted on August 31st, 2017 by an Australian user known only as Elkara. In that category, vision, excuse me, in the category, visions, trances, and altered states. So you know where we're at. Yeah. Oh, I know where we're going. <laughs> Sedona. Yeah. <laughs> In her own words, Elkara described the terrible toll her psychic abilities have taken on her since early childhood. Abilities, she believed, have put her directly in harm's way from diabolical forces who could see her as clearly as she could see them. So we're going to read from her account, her testimony. Quote, I've been able to see with my mind's eye and sense entities since I was a child. As far as I can remember, my first encounter with spiritual entities was when I was about three years old, and it was a very bad and scary one. That sucks. I will always shiver myself to sleep every night because they were always watching me. Oh, I I wonder if I will always implies like it's currently still happening or is she meant like throughout her childhood? Either way, it's terrible. This gross. Yeah. Always watching. Ghost octopus. (sighs) All right. Continuing. They also whispered evil thoughts and made me draw evil stuff. Oh, boy. Yeah. There we go. Things that a three-year-old child would never be able to comprehend or do. I was always afraid of being left alone at home when my mom had to go shopping as they would gather around me and there were always noises coming from somewhere in the house, even though there weren't nobody around but me. When I was alone at home, I remember hugging the crucifix to my chest while laying down on the couch and shaking with immense fear as I could always see them stand in front of the couch staring at me. Goddamn. I never told anyone about it then for fear of being shamed or disciplined as it was taboo to have encounters with these things. Yeah. I mean, not much of a choice, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of happening. You, you need you? help. You're a kid. Yeah. If you're, if you're especially that young, you got to be like, hey, guys, I got a problem. Fucking ghost octopus is over here fucking telling me to draw Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, we're not to the ghost octopuses. Oh, okay. okay. We're, we're, we're evil we're easing it. Yes. Okay. Cool. There are always three of them, and they always they were always dark shadows with human shapes. 
My siblings never really believed me when I told them about these entities. Coming from a Catholic background, I always thought that they were some sort of demons, but that was as far as I knew. I never really knew what they were until only six months ago when I began watching The Dead Files and realized that they were most likely shadow people. This was when, excuse me, this was the start of my intense interest and heightened awareness of spiritual beings. Since then, I've begun to recall and record all of the paranormal experiences that I have had in the past and present. End quote. I am so sorry, Alcara, because this sounds like a fucking nightmare. Yeah, this is not fun. With the floodgates now opened, Elkara began to realize that she had not merely made contact with antediluvian evil entities of a teleological origin, but with entities usually relegated to high science and sci-fi. Quote, confidentially, nice reading, Rob. Coincidentally enough, my encounters with entities has heightened dramatically from that time on. Almost like, I guess, acknowledging it like amplifies it. Dude, give it power. It's not good, man. Yeah. Just, just do what we all do. Just ignore it and drink. That's exactly it. Yeah, that's how you got to Thank do. you. That's yeah. how I deal with the paranormal all the time. <laughs> Dude, that's how I deal with everything. Oh, my God. There yeah. you go. Whiskey and ignorance. We're fine. That's the safest thing. We're doing good. Oh it's God. okay. Merry Christmas. All right. Merry Christmas, baby. <laughs> Back to Ilkara. For example, two months back, a gray alien appeared in my dream. When I saw it, I was suddenly made aware I was in a dream and knew the alien wasn't a part of it. I woke up immediately and the dream was as clear as day and I was able to describe with quite intimate detail all of its physique and facial features. At that time, I didn't know much about gray aliens and so was shocked to find on the internet that this type of alien matched my description. God, where are you that you don't know what a gray is? I mean, you could be in the outback yeah, somewhere. You could I mean, be in some rural area. I don't yeah. know. I'm or not judging. It just not, seems just like not, shadow people is a little more obscure, even though it's much yeah, more well known. Maybe today. just not in the know. Yeah. You know? I, you know, it's possible. Yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call this a red flag. Okay. Maybe hot pink. Uh, <laughs> is it is it a fluorescent? Yeah. <laughs> is it high vis? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna see it. All right, cool. Right. So okay. So she found that it matched uh, the gray alien descriptions on the internet. A few weeks later, reptilians decided to pay me a visit. Oh, uh, you got the whole cadre of fuckery <sighs> going on now. Once again, I had no foreknowledge of these psychic aliens and their appearance matched exactly what I could find on the internet. My encounters with different types of entities and dead people has continued since. End quote. It was after these undeniably harrowing psychic experiences that Alcara began encountering bizarre beings most inclined towards our current inquisition. Octopoids. Okay. Quote, a week ago, I encountered an entity that looked so ridiculous that I brushed it off as my own imagination. It had a structure of a human, head, torso, two legs, but the remarkable difference was it had eight octopus-like tentacles for arms. So I guess like four coming out of each armhole? Yeah, that's... That's how I'm seeing it anyway. Yeah, which, I mean, that's what you consider ludicrous? Yeah, I... Out of all of yes, them? Yes, I could like, not agree more. I mean... This is this is the line? Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. I'd be like, oh, that's worrisome. Like, that's going to creep me the fuck out. Absolutely, because you know? where the fuck are you going now? Where's the internet now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, where's Reddit when you need it? You better all find right. something indescribable. Oh, boy. All right. She continues... I couldn't remember how its face looked because at that time it seemed so ridiculous to me that I didn't take the time to study it. End quote. Take notes. Take notes. Yeah. Yeah, just be like it, it was muscular. It had, uh, you know, a, a, a sweet tight ass. Whatever. Sweet tight you know, ass. Big, big muscly arm, big tentacle arms. 
uh, handsome features sure, or grotesque features. Dashing. Dashing. Oh, yeah. Would you slide right with this tentacle-armed person or whatever? Hey, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of grabbing. It, there, could, be, it could be a sexy there, massage. Yeah, or it could just be a fucking complete Cthulian nightmare. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's also very likely. That's the scale. Yep. That's it. <laughs> that's the <Yeah>. scale. <laughs> All right. S- slide right or Cthulian nightmare. Continuing. It's telling that a woman who from toddlerhood had been experiencing terrifying interactions with non-human intelligences as diverse as demons, shadow people, and aliens would be so psychologically off-put by the so-called ridiculous appearance of this potentially demonic octopoid that, despite all of her myriad paranormal encounters, she managed to dismiss it as simply being too ludicrous to exist. Is this an example of absurdity being used as a self-defense mechanism? Is an outlandish predator all the more deadly due to the sheer ridiculousness of its appearance? Whatever the answer may be, Alakra, there I go again, Alcara added an interesting postscript to her sighting. I told my partner about it yesterday and we did some internet search. God bless. Like they, it's like, she, it's never proactive on the internet. <laughs> so he's like, I just, I saw this shit. I don't know what it is. Clearly no one's ever seen one. Let's just Google it. Oh fuck. There's a whole <laughs> legacy. <laughs> then God damn. God damn. I mean, you're already on a psychic forum. Like you clearly know how Google image works. Like just go check it out. Yeah. You know, Type in a description. Ma- maybe now, uh, Elkara is jumping in both feet. Totally. Good it's for- like, I'm going to find shit out. Yeah. Good for them. There yep. You go. Tobin's book, the whole nine yard. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> she and her partner did it with some internet. They found one article citing similar encounters. It was by a Dutch psychic, Robert Vandenbroek. The shocking thing was the image he drew of the aliens he saw, at least the arms part, which I remembered most vividly in my own encounter, was exactly the same as what I saw. Oh, that's kind of interesting. It okay. is interesting. All right. And this is where we're going to get into some timey-wimey bullshit. Okay. I'll, I'll continue reading here. The case in question involved the aforementioned paranormalist, prognosticator, conspiracy theorist, and Netherlands native Robert Vandenbroek, who claimed to have had an incredible telekinetic encounter while investigating crop circles in the region of Zevenbergen. On that, excuse me, one that continued days later with extraordinary consequences. But we'll continue this story next week in part two, where we focus on the evidently extraterrestrial aspects of this phenomenon. Oh, you heard that right, folks. Part two next week, alien octopoids. Well, we actually already er, did alien no, I'm octopoids. I'm sorry, uh, octo-aliens. Octo-aliens. Yeah. Yes. This is the demons. Next week, folks, aliens. Yes. And maybe there's a crossover. Oh. I mean, dude, I don't know yet. It's a, th- it's a two-part event. It is a two-part event. All right, cool. A sexy two-part event. Yeah, I like it. Okay. So, uh, For now, let us remain firmly entrenched in the high strangeness of the supernatural and potentially interdimensional. I love it. So it's, again, interesting about this. And what I can, I will give a little bit of spoiler by saying what what Robert Vandenbroek saw is similar in tentacles to what um, Elkara claimed, Uh but they don't look the same. It is not a humanoid with like a pile of tentacles thrown out the sides. It is something unique and it's comparable to something else we'll be covering next week. But that that gets packaged away for now. What is kind of cool about what she experienced though is like, all right, so you're getting like the gray and you're getting the the reptilian and you got the ghosts or whatever. But Shadow then people, yeah. 
this is kind of the thing, though, in, in the way that I'm kind of thinking about it. Like, this is the thing that shows up that you might be like, oh, that's ridiculous, but that's what it, the whole, that's what like, it all really is. Yes. That's the thing that you're, that you think is ridiculous, but that's actually what's like contacting you from beyond. Well, what's funny is it, along what you're, what you're saying, uh, it's that, you know how everyone is judgmental. Like, it's just a condition of the human race. And certainly, right. debunkers are the biggest douches because they are like religiously, fanatically embracing the known right. without ever wanting to open their eyes. Skeptics, we all want. We all want and know, and you want people to look at things with a critical eye, but an open mind. But, uh, but even people that claim to be open-minded and 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 willing to experience um, or or willing to um, appreciate and study the experiences of people that seem uh, just unclassifiable, they have their own paradigms too. And these are the kinds of people um, that are like, I can accept that there's reptilians and grays because there's um, there's a continuum in which there is a, a flood of reports, you know, dick, you know, documenting not dick, mm-hmm. documenting these things, but an octopoid humanoid that's absurd, right? And it's like I. Pump the brakes, buddy, because to the rest of the world, the reptoids and the and the and the grays are absurd too. But it, it's funny, no matter how open minded somebody is, yeah. until you go, I mean, just full on batshit crazy, which is not a place you want to be either. There's always going to be walls that come up, and sometimes, it, almost like in Elkara's own mind, right. uh, the octopoid, the, the 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 incredible octopus man, is the bridge too far. Right, that's the one that's the ridiculous one. Well, the other things are are just as ostensibly ridiculous, yeah. if maybe more biologically, I don't know, acceptable. I mean, a gray's still fucking weird. Yeah, but I mean, if you're like, all right, you know, gray shadow man, reptilian, oh, this weird octo thing, like, well, this is clearly nothing to like. If you're going through this much stuff, it's probably not the one to write off. Yeah, just saying. That's probably the one that you want to keep a close eye on. But hmm, that's interesting. And my own bias, my own bias, I guess here too is as soon as I hear anything psychic, I'm like, oh, here we go. Oh, me that's too. My, that, that's my own damage. That's I'm, my own bag. It's the same with me and, and the Bigfoot, which yeah. is why I, you know, every time you mention interdimensional, even though every now and again I'm like, oh, goddamn, maybe there's no, a little something here. to it. Yeah. But I mean, the, the thought of a, a giant hominid, hairy, you know, maybe ancient, you know, re- relative. Jesus Christ, I'm stumbling this week. I don't know why. Ancient relative to humanity is in the forest out there? Absolutely acceptable. Why yeah. not? The thought that it might be more intelligent, occasionally ride a UFO, be able to slip dimensions. The fuck is wrong with you? Dude, exactly. Are you on peyote? <laughs> yeah, I'm literally on a podcast where we talk about this stuff that I'm like, oh, psychics. Ha, 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 ha. But I do believe I, in psychic I powers. It. I mean, I really do. No, no I, 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 not all psychics, but yeah. the mind's ability, like remote viewing and things like right. that, I think are definitely. Yeah, uh, I think it's there. because there's a lot of people out there that claim to be psychic. And oh, you're like, charlatans! Right, I get it. Like, I get what you're trying to do. Whatever, fine. But yeah, charlatans and whatnot. Yes, so. I guess the moral of the story is we're going to we're going to try. Good Lord in heaven, my mouth today. We're going to try to keep an open mind. We always do, man. We always let's, do. Let's move on here to I'm our try a little uh, next frankly terrifying account. Well read. Oh. Was first broadcast on the Darkness Radio podcast and features an experiencer and tattoo artist who referred to himself only as Ken. Yeah, Ken the old tattoo artist. I like it. According to Ken's account, he was living and working out of a small house in Rosemead, California when he began experiencing strange phenomena. At first, this was limited to odd rustling noises emanating from the kitchen or living room as if something heavy were moving in the darkness. Nothing worse than something moving the other way. Even if it's a rat, it's the worst. If it's a raccoon, it doesn't matter what it is. (laughs) If it's a rat, it's bad. If it's a rat, it's bad. If it's a raccoon, it's not as bad. I think that's always my first thought. I've never actually had an encounter, in-house encounter with a rat. (laughs) With a rat? I've been chased by giant rats, (laughs) maybe possums. We don't know what's going on Uh, outside, but I've never had an indoor run-in with a rat. I was like, it's Ben. But every time I hear like some heavy rustling in the other room, because I don't, you know, have pets in, in the apartment, I'm like... 
fuck you did. The fuck you did. It's bad. And you know, it's like a fucking, I don't know, like a fucking bag that fell off the counter. Dude, it is bad. Yeah. He wants to be your friend. Is it Willard or is it Ben? Oh, it's both. Is it the one Michael Jackson sings about? The one ben. that eats your face off? Or do they both eat your face <laughs> off? They both, yeah. Yes. Isn't it Ben, the two of us need look no more, right? Ben, the two of us need look no more. Right? Yeah. Oh my God. Did, we, did I just <laughs> channel him? Terrible. Am I a spiritual <laughs> medium? Dude, if you go, hee hee, we're done. That's it. I'm calling it. I'm fucking <laughs> calling it. All right. Oh God. All right. Enough of the jacks. So, uh, rustling in the darkened rooms Rats. that you're not in. Yes. Okay. Mm hmm. Uh, before long, the paranormal pandemonium escalated to an apparition resembling a quote unquote misty shadow that. Ken would catch floating about the house. That escalated quickly. Yeah, it did. But if he believed that this would be the breadth of this maniacal manifestation, he would be in for a very sad surprise. Ah, uh, you're fucked. Buddy. As one night, the artist in residence abruptly woke up to find himself face to faceless fiend with an unknown and most definitely inhuman entity, the caliber of which would likely have given H.P. Lovecraft a lifetime of nightmares. Well, not the Lovecraft. The and, craft. And you know, every time you say tentacles, everyone goes to Lovecraft. Cthulhu. You have to. Yes. You, you got to. It's just he has a pile of non-Euclidean geometry and tentacled shit floating around the world. Oh, absolutely. Because it's just what it is. And it also makes me think immediately of the nameless horror of Berkeley Square. Oh, yeah, totally. For sure. Because, I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, that's also a tentacle, allegedly. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's a misty shadow. Yeah, Maybe he was a, on vacation. It's Who funny knows? Is, is when I saw this story, that's, that's what I first thought of was the whole controversy around that entire story in the diatribe of comments. Oh, and fucking, my gosh. It's like, dude, you guys got way too much time, man. This is why I don't involve myself in ghost shit usually. <laughs> it did, exactly. Because it's goddamn <laughs> controversial and everyone gives fucks. Everyone gets so upset and so pissy. Oh, yeah. God. See a 12-foot snake with 11 legs in the fucking kentucky forest everyone's fine yeah it's fine. no one gives a shit all of a sudden you get a ghost yeah. and a serpent or something old time old timey specters killing sailors uh, and everyone's all fucking bucket of grief uh, everyone's all <laughs> <laughs> bucket of grief <laughs> that might be our patreon episode <laughs> we'll, we'll see <laughs> all right so back to ken and his antics with the floating apparitions and the face-to-faceless fiend yep Quote, one night I woke up in a very calm and relaxed state, but found myself floating above the bed. Not calm and relaxed at that point. Nope. With my feet barely hovering off the mattress. I knew I wasn't dreaming because I was aware of all of the items in my room and my eyes were scanning around. Uh, Lamp, wide awake. Yeah. <laughs> all right, there's my Xbox. Uh, I see my Ultraman figures. Uh, there's my computer and my cat. Okay. Uh, comic books. <laughs> Fuck. God damn it. Nothing's out of place. Son of a bitch. Is this, is this my Stan Gordon collection of weird shit from Pennsylvania? Clearly, I'm alert. <laughs> God damn it. I'm awake. Son of a bitch. I found my body floating gently back down onto the bed but was suddenly slammed down onto the mattress violently as if someone had put a hand across my face and pulled me down. It felt as if I was in that state, excuse me, not the, but that state of sleep sleep paralysis. Yes, sleep paralysis. All right. So- uh, Weird. You're floating and you're cool with it. Yeah. And you know you're awake because you know, this isn't a dream. I know my shit. No, you can just be astral projecting. And then whoop bam Yeah. Down on the mattress. <laughs> whoop bam whoop bam <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> It would be at this point that Ken's situation would devolve from bad to horrific. Quote, to my horror, as I looked to my side, I could not move my face or body, but with my eyes, I clearly saw the silhouette or the shadow figure of this creature. 
I saw the clear, defined, sharp-pointed nose, and as crazy as it sounds, the silhouette of this tentacle for an arm with all the suction cups clearly defined. Oh. In its other arm, uh, it's, excuse me, its other arm held my head down to the bed and pulled it as it was trying to make me look back up at the ceiling. So one tentacle arm just flowing in the wind. The other one a has big you. sharp nose and the other one slapping your face back down trying to say, don't look at me, look at the ceiling. You got to bite. You got to bite. You got to do something. This tentacle arm bastard. Oh, you got to do something. Yeah, calamari. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. But you better give me some fucking, you better give me some cocktail sauce, motherfucker. I'm about to eat your arm. <laughs> at this point, uh, Ken gives in and looks up and it gets fucking even weirder. Okay. In shock. Every inch of my black ceiling was covered with this bizarre-looking hieroglyphic as if it were painted in wet substance. They're showing you the old gods language now? That's what it seems like. Shit. In my head, it was the color of blood. As it was hard to make out in the moonlight shining through the window, I felt as if this entity was trying to tell me something. Dude, you know, fucking better ways, dude. Better ways. Better ways to fucking tell. Yeah, a lot easier ways. A text? You know, a note, a simple note. Yeah, That's the, all you got to do. The blood on the ceiling, um, floaty, ripped down tentacle. Yeah, no, like, man, not fucking headlock. Cool. This is not how we communicate. This is maybe in your non-Euclidean world, this is how you do it, but not here on Earth, dog. No. no you know what? Be, Boundaries. Be, yeah, you know what? Why don't you be a classic and write a letter? Yeah, oh, put a vintage. stamp on it. Yeah, put it in the mailbox. Float your tentacled ass down to the mail, the the post office. Support a fine institution. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have many people in your in your in your family that are postal. I workers. sure do. Yeah, almost all of them actually. Yeah, do something else, man. But no blood on the fucking wall, dude. Ancients of the old one, the gods of the northern whatever, dude. And in blood. Yeah, you couldn't even use like I don't you know, know what that humanoid is? squid ink. That's fucking hack. Yeah, uh, that's know, hack. It's bush league. It's bush league hack. Yeah, it seems shit. like it's big drama, but take that yeah. shit to seventy eight. Okay, yeah, you know you, this shit's old. You should have wrote a note, hid in the closet, come out, give it to him, and then go back. That's original. That there, there that's it is. A, that you know what that has spontaneity. Mm-hmm. It's got spunk, and you don't know where you're coming it's got, from. Is it's got evil? charisma. Is yeah, is he, is he going to be fun? Are we going to have a fucking dance? What are we going to do? Yeah, ch- choke holding someone and blood painting the ceiling. Bullshit. Come on, I call bullshit. Tired. All right. Mm-hmm. Whatever this message may or may not have been, Ken still had some fight left in him. Quote. With all my energy, I willed myself out of this paralyzed state, and once I blinked my eyes, it was over. No writings on the ceiling, no creature, everything was gone. A few other weird things happened after this incident, especially at night and sometimes even during the day, but nothing tops that crazy night I told you about. I'm not sure if there is a dark history in this residence or if I am just haunted myself because I've seen things in every place I've lived. Friends don't believe me thinking I was under the influence of something, but I wasn't. I was completely sober. I know what I witnessed. So, All poor right. Ken, you know, just trying to tattoo, do his thing. But if he sees things constantly, that means you have to be open to two thoughts. Well, we always try to support witnesses and and believe experiencers. The first thing is you are a sensitive, uh, psychically sensitive human being, and you can experience other levels of reality more acutely than the rest of us, say, or most of us. Kind of like the, the other one is maybe mental illness. 
Right. The diabetes. I don't know medical. about that. I, I, but I, I, that's the joke. Never take diabetes <laughs> no, off the I table. know, but because my wife is now a diabetic educator, I've learned quite a lot about diabetes, good sir. Oh, I've definitely seen people hallucinate from yes, diabetes. and it can cause you to do a little bit of the but, old but, but that's not my point. My point is I think maybe a medical condition, maybe a yeah. psychological condition, maybe a neurological condition. We don't know. You can't, you can't remove that possibility entirely. No, we have to keep. But I'm more inclined to want to think that he's just something, his perception are open to kind of like the the the, the first uh, woman that we were talking about there how she had all that stuff happening from when she was a kid so like it very well could be that you are that your fucking psyche is just completely open to the universe right. and you're like an antenna just sucking all this shit in or unfortunately you might have some sort of you know schizophrenia or something going on which sure. is not that's not to to to, to dismiss anyone no we're condition. not we're not pigeonholing any, no, any condition but that's but that's also equally as like you know hard yeah oh, extremely hard absolutely. to deal with and, and it's you know obviously medication and therapy and doctors and stuff what i would be so intrigued, it, it's, it's a possibility and it's hard to do because as aforementioned as you as you said earlier there's a lot of charlatans out there yeah. but if you could find as many quote-unquote reputable psychics like people that have like done things say without charging exorbitant fees or any fees at all and have like a track record of say helping the police force or whatever find people and not you know made a big deal out of it people that seem to be legitimate or that have told you things that they couldn't possibly know so your mind is blown if you could find like a contingent of people that seem to be reasonably legitimate psychic to to pull them to see like so especially because I know it comes in different ways. There's people that can maybe prognosticate a little people that can remote view, la la la. But those that kind of like maybe talk to the other side or whatever right. you you technically call it mediumship, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, if they encounter non-human things, like I've definitely read psychic accounts where, where, or accounts where psychics claim to have encountered alien um, entities yep. and that they are much more afraid of them. And like the two or three accounts, probably some of them I read through uh, Brad Steger. I wish I could cite one exactly, but like, I remember one a woman was going on a ghost hunt with some friends down this desolate road to this like shady old shitbag house. And mm-hmm. it's just classic ghost hunting. But then they saw a green light or something floating around and she made them stop the psychic. And she's like, what's up? Is that something spectral? She's like, that's not, that's not from like dead side or whatever the phrase would be. That's that's from another place, and it's much more dangerous. Let's get the fuck out of here. Oh, wow. I'm paraphrasing. I haven't right. read the story in a while, but I've huh. got it in one of my many books at home. And I just remember thinking to myself, that is interesting, because she was able to sense, ostensibly, uh, an alien intelligence and was much more terrified by it than what is supposed to be one of the most classically horrifying things in the world, and that is you know, the the dead that still exist well, on our plane. I mean, if, if aliens do can and do communicate to us with a psychic level, which I've brought up many a times. I love that theory. If you are a person that's predisposed to having, a, you know, psychic abilities, you're going to be a fucking boot. You're going to be a lighthouse of these. Things. Sure. Because if you're like, if that's, how, if that's how they t- talk to us through our fucking mind holes, it's coming from Saturn. And all of a sudden you're just open to everything. They're going to be like, what the fuck is this thing over here? And you're just going to be encountering all kinds of bizarre shit. Absolutely. Like there's that famous remote viewer. God, why am I going to draw a blank on his name? And I don't remember if I saw it on like Hangar One or Ancient Aliens or some shit in the years past, but he was asked to remote view Ingo Swan. Yeah, I, asked to remote it, view the dark side of the moon. That's it, exactly who I thought it was, Ingo Swan. Yeah, <laughs> we're such dorks. And he found that this. Oh, you mean base, Ingo Swan? <laughs> yes, exactly. You mean, you mean the legendary Ingo Swan? Ingo Swan. How did I forget that fucking name? And and he's scanning it, and this like this like CIA guy who didn't give his name or some code name is sitting there looking at him. He's like, oh, looking. He's like, oh my god, it's a base. There's crazy shit here. Oh my god, what's going on? Hey, these aren't fucking people. And then finally, 
dude notices they're looking back at him. Yes. Yes. And and then the, the the old grizzled white dude, the cigarette man of real life, allegedly, it's like better get the fuck back. And and he's like, Ingo, what the hell is that? And, get and, back here, Ingo. And, and he's you like, went too deep. He's like, that's interesting, right? He goes, yeah, but that, they're looking. He goes, yeah, that's some that's some shit. And then just walked out of the room. <laughs> never typical, elaborated. Typical government. Like, Ain't there some shit? Yeah, like you just weird, want, right? You wanted to let Ingo, I don't know, go into harm's way or <laughs> prove he was fucking skilled or what? Oh wow, yeah. But again, the aliens yeah. proved to be scarier than the dead, dude. Because when you're psychically communicating with that shit, the dead, whatever. But when you're fucking locked in Mortal Kombat with an alien in a psychic realm, what are you gonna do, dude? Exactly. It's your psyche against theirs. And if it's just a, it's a battle of the wills, a more evolved, more powerful creature. Yeah. Then it, it could, I mean, like any predator, like, I mean, if you're in the woods with a fucking grizzly, you're the one who's fucked. Yeah. That's their world. This is their shit. They're equipped for it. We're not, I guess, in the weird psychic alien realm. You're, it, they're the grizzlies. Yeah, dude, you are, you are the prey and they are the hunter. Okay. Continuing. So Ken, uh, isn't believed by anyone, still probably doing his work. Yeah, you know. Do you can moving on. All right. And now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual. If it did, you could just go to the manufacturer's website, download the PDF, go to the troubleshooting section and bang, you'd be all set. But unfortunately, that's not how it works. So when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. Navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure whether it's a career change, a new relationship or becoming a parent. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to the guided tour of the complex engine called you. Therapy is a great option if you're looking to learn coping skills, self-empowerment, contrastive ways to deal with trauma. Therapy can help and BetterHelp is there to make it that much easier. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable and convenient. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist, and if things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. There's no waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month now at BetterHelp.com slash Hellerspace. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Hellerspace. As hard as it is not to be believed by friends and loved ones, Ken was lucky when compared to the next experiencer who not only had to deal with prolonged psychophysical assault, but also every parent's nightmare of seeing such heinous acts perpetrated on their own child. Oh, man. All right. In this account, which was posted by an anonymous male user to the website yourghoststories.com, which we have gone through a few times, used in videos. um, uh, A swan, the swan attack. Yes. Yeah. The Philippines. Yeah. Uh, The eyewitness claimed that not long after he had moved into a small Illinois apartment with his wife and two-year-old son, he began to be plagued by strikingly intense headaches that struck without warning and felt like spikes being hammered into the base of his skull. Oh, not good. That's like the worst caffeine headache. As he had never before endured anything like this, the man tried to explain the sudden, unexplained pains away as being the results of the stressors involved in moving and settling in a foreign area. I don't know if he came from Ohio. Who knows, but it's a new place. <laughs> yeah, I was moved. Goddamn Columbus here. It's been a hell of a trip for me, let me tell you. Then, just as suddenly as the headaches began, they ceased. But this brief respite of relief would not last long, as it seemed as if the phantom pain and whatever had caused it had simply moved on to a new, more vulnerable member of the family. 
This is from his original posting. Quote, It was one Sunday when my son was playing in bed and all of a sudden he started screaming, holding his head. Poor kid. Jesus. When asked, he showed the exact same place where I got my pain in the head and he said, it pains. Maybe it hurts, but it pains. Okay. All right, yeah. The pain, he describes like I just did, will be like someone putting a nail in the back of your head. I was a little concerned, but thought to ignore it. All right. Uh, I put on the brakes a little bit. Wait, wait. Your kid's grabbing a head and screaming? That is a trip to well now, sir. And, and you've experienced this since you've yeah. been? First off, you're checking for gas leaks. Yeah. You're yes. definitely going to be looking around for shit. Good fucking call. Yeah. You because don't if just... you're like, we all got headaches and shit's getting weird, slow gas leak. Uh-huh. You got to you gotta protect the babins. Yeah, exactly. That's your, your dad. Son of a bitch. So I'm not in love with his initial re- response. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, he's, okay, well. The interesting thing here is I was not feeling this pain anymore, but my son started getting the pain often. We took him to a medical checkup, and it turns out to be nothing, end quote. Having found that traditional medicine was unable to help his anguished son, the patriarch decided to try another, less traditional approach to ending this nightmare. Quote, Finally, after three attempts, I decided to use my spiritu- spiritual, supernatural medium to protect everyone, and it worked. Wait, end quote. what? Yes. Okay. I know. I'm, I, we only have the the post so we don't really <laughs> I, I decided mean, I can't to use my supernatural medium to protect everyone like do you have like a family medium is it is just the guy is you go guy? to yeah. like, like i have a guy for like tickets i have a, like sure. you know, like for events and sporting things and totally. concerts and I, and I got a guy i, I got a guy got a guy for, for oil change for oil, yeah, yeah dude fucking i, I got totally. a guy for vape gear vape call we all have guys we all got guys but he's got a fucking super, supernatural medium supernatural medium <laughs> all right well and that's his guy do we have a supernatural medium uh, we don't. We know psychics, but I don't think we definitely don't have mediums on tap. No, we should. We should. It would be interesting. Yeah. But it has to be something like we know. It would, like and Yeah. But I've never used anyone to talk to the dead. No, me neither. I don't really. I mean, it would be a real sus thing. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, who knows? Who knows? If I got mind blown enough, I'd be open to it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, well. we can't technically have a third cousin sort of relation with a, oh, with a yes. dead talker. We do. But I mean, I don't, I mean, it's not my personal contact. So yeah, much as no, I, I don't want to like, you know, friend of the family. Say, I don't want to go out there and just be like, yo, it's a Sunday and I'm bored. Talk to some dead people for me. Like, you know. Be, oh, it would be a fun would, interview. It would be. Yeah. Well, All right. We'll table that. Well, maybe in the future. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I'd, li- I'd definitely like to talk to somebody. We interviewed one briefly at that like weird con. Like someone that claims they can talk to the dead is somebody <laughs> yeah, well, I want to talk to. But then. <laughs> <laughs> some of that didn't make it. No, <laughs> some of that. No, no, no. Some of that I ended know. up on the on the cutting room. Yeah, talk floor. about the the ET undead fucking you know there parallel. Was a lot of really weird off mic conversations that unfortunately we can't talk about, but it definitely went into like ET areas of aliens and psychic shit, and it got. A, you little, know, a little weird. I, I know you love it, and, and I, I secretly delight that... in it too. But the jambalaya of paranormal, when these things that seem to be separate and distinct and yeah. interesting suddenly become this like fucking this gumbo of fucking Dude, when there flavorful is, when asininery, when it's kind of great. When there's a ghost in the attic and you got a big foot in the backyard and a mothman in your porch and they're telling you about it, you're like, all right, you have a lot. And they're going. all pointing to the UFO saying, <laughs> check <laughs> that shit out, dude. <laughs> Look at that shit. You got a lot going on. He is a lot. I'm not saying. It didn't happen. Didn't happen. I'm just saying that when you have that much shit happening, man, I mean, maybe you're just a special little paranormal star. And it, good for you. I'm all about it. I a mean, it's a special cool. little paranormal yeah. star. Yeah. Great children's book. <laughs> Though I feel like it would be secretly <laughs> condescending as fuck. <laughs> I'm not trying to be condescending. It's just that, you know, when people come at you with that stuff, you're like, 
Okay, well, it's a lot because it's yeah, a lot. It, to it is chew. A, no, it's a lot. It's a ton to fucking because you're like you know if someone what, comes with a little taste of like peanut butter fudge that they made yeah. and you're like oh my god it's delicious when someone shoves like a fucking handful in your mouth and it's you're like, like all right calm down technically calm it's still delicious but yeah. I'm choking. But then again, if this is something that is a that is psychically a psychic manifestation, you would be you encountering would all, this, all yeah. this different shit. We just fucking debunked ourselves, wow. motherfucker. Rebunk the rebunkening. <laughs> See, and that's what's important about this shit is as you're talking about it, and then you realize, oh shit, I'm making my own point against myself. That's right. You gotta, you gotta, own, be, you you gotta, gotta be able to own it. To it. There you go. Grow and move on. Yeah, exactly. Because you know why? Ultra terrestrial. Ultra terrestrial. Let's do it. They're eating our fear. Here we go. Whatever it was, the supernatural medium had done. They managed to trigger a direct confrontation between the father and this freak of nature. Quote, going back to the anonymous man's account. Freak of nature. The face to face happened one night. We were in a good sleep and I was suddenly awake and I noticed a pink ball with tentacles floating above my son's body. What is that fucking thing from Big Trouble in Little China? Oh my God, but it's all the, the eyes. Yes, it's all the eyes. Yeah. But it had the, tentacles the, too. The beholder. Yeah, yeah it had little the tentacles. beholder. I think it's a beholder. I might be, that might be some D&D. D&D? Yeah, but maybe both. Oh, bold. we're going to get emails. Uh, yeah, but we're I love it. We're going to get in so much trouble. Oh. Everyone's going to be so Wang mad. Wang stabbed it. Yeah. Through the head and went. He died. Good. Fuck that thing. But it was cute. Eh. I mean, it was. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Beholder, continue. Okay. Beholder-ish. Beholder-ish. Also, it's like, what do they call them? Like the devil's fingers, that weird pink tentacle fungus? I don't know. It just reminded me of floating shit like that. Syphilis? Yeah. (laughs) Drippy dick. There it is. Drippy dick. Drippy dick in the sky. Okay. (laughs) So, fucking Ah. tentacle beholder is floating above his son's body. When I tried to catch it. It just moved away and disappeared, and I fell asleep. So this is interesting. Weird. That's what you do. You lunch. If you saw something floating and tentacly above, you know, ever oh, Charlie I'd be throwing haymakers. Heck yeah, I don't think I'd try to grab it. I'd punch. I think I would lunge punch rather than grab. I might want to grab it because if you can get your hands on, you can like put that fucker in kind of like a headlock. Mm, yeah, you're right. Because if if you can, if if I can get on, t- if I have something in my hands, a person or whatever, and I, I can. Maneuver them in a way where, like, you're not going to fucking leave. Like, I'm going to hold you until I think I think that you're okay to be let go, or I'm just going to wa- walk your ass outside. That's fair. I mean, I mean, I would be afraid it would be pretty squirmy, maybe lubricated, ah, maybe yeah, you can do it, icky with ectoplasm. Trust me, I'm a better grappler than a fucking puncher. Yeah. Like, I'm if someone ever wants to fight me, the chances are I'm going to try to grab you and <laughs> subdue rather <laughs> you than do, you do throw have, haymakers. You do have enormously large hands. That's just what I do, yeah. and hopefully I'll never have to do it again. <laughs> but. uh <laughs> So I get your saying, <laughs> Rob. The to, grab and squeeze. He's, got, he's, he's gonna bring his jujitsu out of retirement. Oh yeah, just I, I mean, I I know how to use my weight as an asset. You know, you Dude, just you use gravity you and fuck, strength. Yeah, fuck punches. Squeeze just, and just, fall. Yes, just, yeah, <laughs> so, just, so they pray for death. Just fucking real. Just get a nice fucking real rear rear naked choke hold in. That's it. Make him tap. I'd get winded just throwing two punches. I'd be like, nope, <laughs> this is over. Throwing in the towel. I'm calling Mark. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll take care of this bullshit. All okay, right. so he, he lunges for it, uh, and it disappears. And then he falls asleep almost inexplicably. Maybe. And I get know. being so tired. Like, like you know, no, or we've all maybe... been woke up, woken up by something that startles us, but we're so tired we fall back asleep. No. But I don't think that's something, that to me is like the paranatural thing causes you to fall back to sleep. If my dog barks, I'm up for like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. 
I'm like, and, and if it. so, if and if you saw like a floating apparition of something, yeah. you'd be like, not gonna I'm be not going, going back to, to fucking bed. Fuck no. Yeah, exactly. No, everyone's out of the house in the truck. We're going to a hotel. So I think that's some sort of mesmer type thing. Could that be, maybe yeah, aliens, ghosts, yeah. vampires, employ whatever. Yeah. The very next night, we were all sleeping, and I was awake at twelve o five midnight, and I saw the wall above my head and ceiling was full black. I turned around and stared at the wall just two feet away, and I totally. Excuse me. I saw a totally black object with huge tentacles floating. Hmm. After this incident, I finally confirmed that there are some demonic presences in this apartment. I secured a full house until we vacated. Okay. Okay. So I'm not sure if English is the first no, language yeah, of this no, witness, I don't but think so. we get the general gist. Huh. Okay. And so going back to that, that's reminiscent of... Uh, the the last one the the black oh, with, oh yeah you with, know, the, with, with the Ken the, the tattoo the, artist yes yeah. Ken the tattoo artist and the like the the, hack the blood, blood rule yeah. runes and all that yeah read the 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 letters you cannot read because they're beyond space and time or your imagination foolish human but once you see them like they're in, imprinted on your mind like a fucking pony pool yeah, thing like dude and then you're stuck the curse is knowing the unknowable even if you don't exactly comprehend it fucking bullshit that's some bullshit that's some bullshit bushling alien shit or demons. What, uh, yeah, this is bullshit. Or interdimensionals. Bullshit demon shit right here. All right. Okay. One can only hope that whatever this devil-fingered fiend was, it decided not to follow the family, and that whomever is occupying that small space somewhere in Illinois right now is immune to its effects. So I'm just rooting for anybody. I don't want to follow the family. <laughs> I'm I don't just want rooting the, for anybody. I just don't. I don't want the new people that moved in to be suffering. I just want everyone to be cool. No, yeah. no nails to the base of the skull. No kids suffering. Yeah. And you don't even know if this thing's attacking. By the way, no. You this don't. could be just like an electromagnetic thing. Like if something comes from another dimension or layer of reality, and it's just maybe it's a kid itself. Maybe it's lost. Maybe it just wants to get home. But the simple effect of its existence in this realm causes pain to certain people, especially people that may be sensitive, like father, like son, perhaps. Right. Yeah. Or okay. maybe it is a direct assault. Maybe the, maybe the black, you know, tentacle thing coming through was like the mom, like Dude, or, the babies are little pink things. The, the parents are like, have turned colors like snow leopards or whatever. Something right. changes colors as they get older. I don't know if snow leopards are one of them, but other things that change colors and it was coming to rescue its baby. It could have been just a heartfelt like lifetime movie. I mean, I don't you know, know if you can take that chance really. But you can't take that chance. No, not, because when, it, not when your kid's screaming in pain. But if this thing is just there feeding off of your psychic energy, like you, even if it's a child, you can't, you can't have it. 100%. Can't, just can't do it. But as terrifying as the torments allegedly affected by these beings may be, we are still left with the puzzle of what the hell are we dealing with here? Despite their octopus-like attributes, these things are obviously not animals of any known variety. Nor do they seem to fit the traditional bill of most extraterrestrial encounters. Are they ghosts? Demons, psychic parasites, or shadow creatures that seem to rise up from the depths of a layered reality like a sewer monster crawling up from the pipes. Something squiggly and slimy that seems to, without explanation, occasionally lurch up from an alternate biosphere to wreak havoc, not unlike the three-legged fiend known as the Enfield Horror or England's horrible, tentacled, murderous mess, the aforementioned again. So many aforementioned this pod, nameless thing of Berkeley Square. Leave your emails about that to yourself. Also, I've written the word fiend a hundred times in this it's one. It's okay. I God, like I it. hate my I repeating like words. I like fiend. I know, I do too. The fiendish fiend of Finksville. Yeah, this was a little bit of a rush, but I, like I love it. it. All right, cool. Okay. There. Perhaps these things 
have an altogether more, more prosaic explanation and that they're nothing more than bad dreams, sleep paralysis, hoaxes, or hypnagogic hallucinations or hypnopompic, depending on if you're falling asleep or waking hypnopompic. up. Hypnopompic. There you go. But if even one of these madness inducing manifestations proves real, then we might be dealing with a truly alien intelligence, one that may have been interacting, if not toying with or actively harming the human race from a time immemorial. Maybe it is these unfathomable fiends, there we go, <laughs> start a drinking game, <laughs> that have been mistaken by our ancestors, shamans, and storytellers for the pre-Adamic gods of old, the creators and destroyers of the dark, now mostly forgotten, prehistorical world in which humans were the perpetual pawns in games of life and war waged by enigmatic entities of preternatural intellect and transcendental flesh. It's a little cob- co- Cobra, Cobra Kai, little Cronenberg for that ass. I mean, really, that's like, that's a metal record. Yeah, a little just, bit. You just wrote the new Voivod record, I think. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like a Voivod Morbid Angel split seven inch. Oh my God. I like it. Uh, All right. Thank you. Yeah. Enjoy. I, I fucking enjoyed that immensely. Actually, that was great. That made Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And if there's even the tiniest chance that any of this is true, What the hell are we going to do if these unfathomable, inhuman beings decide to return to their ancient playthings en masse? Oh, man. Tentacle Terrors Part 1, the Octodemons. I think, honestly, where I'm going to go with this, real briefly, you fucking nailed it in the outro. Like, if this is some... I don't know what the hell you would really call it. My mind goes to ultra-terrestrial... Because I'm thinking of like higher dimensional beings. I know that's a loaded statement, sure, what sure. I just said. It sounds no, super hey, fucking wonky. Safe space. Go ahead. Uh, safe space. Higher dimensional beings that I think honestly probably do feed off of maybe psychic, your, uh, off of your psyche. If you think about like human emotions, right? The human psyche in general, we are a fucking ball of love, hate, anxiety, depression, joy, uh, happiness, fear, all sure. these fucking things going on. I'm not sure how that translates to food for them. But it's kind of a common trope. Well, I mean, listen. I, I, Maybe it's you know, just like, like it's, it's like psychic energy building up in your brain and then your emotions. They just fucking come in and they fucking little slurp on the shit and eat it. Why the fuck not? Like our ancient ancestors had no idea about photosynthesis. It would have seemed absurd that something could oh, eat sunlight. Yeah. But it's it's a done deal. Right. So energy can manifest itself in different ways, and energy can definitely be used as a food source. I mean, that's what food is, something that you consume to convert to energy. Anyway. Yeah. So even though I get what you're saying, there's an absurd element to all of it. It's not as absurd as it sounds. And I mean, if there's one thing, I mean, I mean, if, if maybe there's different creatures, different creatures, things that maybe would be considered angelic, a.k.a. good, demonic, a.k.a. bad. And the angelic things feed on things like love or charity or generosity or appreciation or whatever things that we would consider almost universally to be noble, good things to feel and, and act upon. And, and, and so these things want to encourage this sort of action for their own selfish needs of food. And on the other hand, there are things that w- w- might thrive, like the ultra-terrestrials allegedly, on terror, on sorrow, or just think about anxiety. If you were a, a creature slightly more advanced than the typical biological creatures we're accustomed to on Earth that evolved as anything, any creature will in a niche to, to either you either die or thrive in right. the environment. If you evolved to eat anxiety and you lived on Earth right now, 
you would be one fat, happy fuck. Yeah, honestly. Because, I mean, just... I mean, that's probably what human beings have more in abundance than anything else. Yeah, well, I mean, you know. From we're going... mild level to, like, peaking out panic attacks. Going through a weird time as a, you know, planet. So, sure. so I mean, you know, yeah, I guess. You I know, mean, it is the most totally. common complaint of human adults, I think. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Although, on the flip side of that, though, it is kind of fucking, again, it is kind of hack and kind of a trope to be like, oh, the fucking reptilians are here feeding off of your fucking, you know, emotions and shit. But maybe there is something, honestly, to it. Yeah, I would be more likely to think an energetic weird like fucking like star trek style yeah like a like a like a bolt, like some, like, what is it like a boltzmann brain or whatever like that was spontaneously created intellects that can come right. from nothing and, oh, and just exist in the ether or whatever i don't know if i'm getting right it reminds me of like a weird doctor who villain exactly you know what like, they're just like I'm, these... I'm, we're talking like high concept sci-fi yes villain. Exactly. not like not like star wars where you know you're meaty and you have like three heads or you're a hammerhead or whatever the fuck you are that's all fine and enjoyable yes like, salacious crumb laugh Exactly, but lofty, like, you know, Philip K. Dick type shit. Yeah, no, maybe, and, I mean, maybe and, it is. And I'd be more likely to think that one of these things could occasionally look like a glowing pink ball with tentacles than, yeah. than a reptile humanoid that just eats your fucking, I don't, you know, your wet dreams or whatever. <laughs> I eat your wet dreams. Which is a terrible image, and I apologize <laughs> right now. Uh, all right, man. Or, you know, again, I'm just going to put this under the umbrella category of like angels, demons, aliens, all this crazy fucking shit we're experiencing, all just different manifestations of the same phenomenon. And this just happens to be one of them. There's not really a reason to pigeonhole this like we talked about with like, oh, you see ghosts and mothmans and werewolves and Frankensteins in the bathrooms. If these things just appear to you as how almost like you can't define what it is so it defines what it is for you i know that's super heady and like some weird fucking but psychic it, bullshit it's a common trope though yeah, but I mean, yeah yes and, like, uh, from valee to, to keel and of course that's why valee and, and and young and keel and a lot of people were like yes uh, this is why it manifests itself in the sci-fi tropes of the time right exactly like yes. flying airships look like boats because right. this is what you know yeah and that's why so many of the crazy close Which, encounters of the 50s and 60s looked like you know, AIP and grade B driving monsters. And depending on whatever culture, not that I buy like, that, but I'm saying that's what they no, say. No, but I mean that uh, this this description of it being like a tentacled terror. I mean, that's been embedded as a sci-fi, pop culture, comic geek nerd. Whenever I see. It's weird tentacle things. The first thing I'm like, oh, fucking Cthulhu, the old sure. gods, like the ones that are, you know, are frozen in space when Hellboy's trying to make rescue and not allow them to come back to the earth. Yeah, I don't so, know why tentacles are always associated with, well, I guess it goes back to the uh, indescribable love, octomat. It's like love. As soon as something yeah. has tentacles, it's like, I can't understand what you are. But no, I can fully understand what yeah, you are. You clearly have tentacles. You just have fucking <laughs> like, tentacles. I mean, you're, you're but you're right. That's become indelibly associated with the unfathomable. So maybe that's where this comes from. Maybe this is what just this representation of this phenomenon is, is this unfathomable fucking tentacled space deity. Dude, how are space, dude? Sure. Demons. Bring it. Demons. Maybe it could be a demon. Well, no, all right, this is not you want to, not your depth, <laughs> no, no. hitting the brakes hard, yeah, going back no. to Abrahamic, you know, duality I'm just of putting good it, and bad. I'm putting it all under the same umbrella because I really do believe that it all, it is all just a different representation of the same phenomenon. See, obviously, I I loved exploring that because I wrote about it. It's written, not, I really, not well, but I really yes. like it. It's cool. Um, and so I agree. But you're right. I mean, what we're dealing with here, assuming, again, it's not all hoax and hypoglycemia and whatever fucking else, um, is uh, it's either an animal Seems unlikely, but I mean, who knows if it's an animal from a different kind of place and ends up here, it would just seem very weird. 
an alien, which again could still make it mostly biological. Yeah, though, totally. I mean, technically, I guess energetic as well. Um, silicone based, who the fuck knows? Uh, then you get into the occulty mess, yeah. the supernatural uh, mess, which means then are you dealing with a demon? Again, like a like a wizard summoning something from another realm. But does that go back to number one? Just another realm. Right. And and that it's, you know, we all know, you know, in string theory and other things that the whole universe is built on acoustics and sounds. So maybe these incantations that seem to be like all robes and gray beards are really just a way of manipulating sound to open up portals to other dimensions. And it's all science, but we don't understand the science because we have no context for it. So it's all fucking fantasy shit. Uh, dude, bringing it all back around, man. So <laughs> there it is, dude. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it is what it is. It's animals or not. It's magic or not. It's I fucking mean, super heady, trippy shit, dude. Arthur C. Clarke in it. Hey, oh. are you super science or are you just a wizard? <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's awesome. That's awesome. And also, too, obviously, skeptically speaking, for all these stories, as we, as we discussed, unfortunately, these people could be suffering some form of a mental illness, whether it's a schizophrenia or some kind of like hallucinating thing, which that always is a possibility. Or lying. Or, or it could just be flat. I mean, it is the internet. It's the internet. I mean, it's the goddamn internet. Dear listeners, welcome to the internet. <laughs> Unfortunately, I mean, if you go to Reddit or or whatever, you know, sp- spots that people post stuff, like there's obviously a good majority of it could just be some creative writing, which is cool, but at the same time, it's like, well, don't muck the waters up, you know? Oh, yeah. Trying to, Hate it. No, trying to do some real research here. Can't endorse that. Yeah, we, we don't be uh, don't be doing. You know, you leave your creating writing bullshit for creepypastas. Exactly, and label it as such, and get a little following, and then get, people will make fans. Exactly, shit. get yeah. get famous for your imagination. Don't squander it on like you say, spoiling the waters for yeah. the rest. Yeah, well, fuck, Rob. There you go. Tentacle tears part one. The Octo Demons. Next week, good folks, I'm going to oh, get yeah. this one right this time because I'm reading it. We we'll come back for part two with the Tentacle Terrors part two. Alien or octo alien? Yeah, we're just gonna keep it simple. Octo aliens. Octo aliens. Yeah, because our alien octopoids was the Spanish 1968 case with the farmer. I am gonna tower or whatever. This up so bad. Yeah, it's okay. Oh, Spain had so many little octopoids. <laughs> I know they really did too. Octospot oh and, man. Oh yeah. So yeah. so that's why we're not using that. I almost called this I don't know demonic octopoids, but that's just too wordy. Just octo aliens, yeah. octo demons. Shit. All right. Keep well, it simple, folks. There you have it. Come back next week for part two. Thank you all so much for joining us. The Kryptonaut Podcast. Robert, before we leave, we have some shout outs to do to some good folks. Oh, some my gosh. Super yes. Awesome gifts. Super dope. First off here, we want to thank uh, Atomicus. Uh, for their really super cool crocheted. We got, uh, speaking of the old gods, yes. a, Cthulhu, a Cthulhu over there. I don't know why I say Cthulhu. Because I, I say Cthulhu. Yeah, all the time. It's, it's Cthulhu. We have a Cthulhu over there. Uh, my very favorite, the Flatwoods, the Flatwoods so monster, which is coming home with me to my Flatwoods. Of show. course, yeah, yes. you got. And, and then we got a shrine. The, uh, the, the, Mi- the, the Michigan, Michigan dog, man. Yes, which is so dope. cool, like so talented, and 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 it was mentioned that you know it was just like early efforts in crocheting well they're fucking brilliant they're really good and honestly. i love them I, it made me so happy when they're mark pulled those adorable. out of the box i was like you got to be kidding me this is just Son amazing yeah, super adorable and thank you so much atomicus we appreciate you're the that. bee's knees i'm pretty sure i'm saying it right atomicus yeah it's got to be atomicus cool all right uh, also too speaking of adorable holy shit we got a build-a-bear I can't believe that too. And, that, and right up there on our shelf, I barely this goddamn thing is adorable too. Thank you to Haley Tap. Thank you so yeah, much, Haley. It's an ET. We appreciate teddy it. bear. It's the cutest thing. My nephew loved it when he saw it. It's so adorable that I didn't realize that Build a Bear had like a cool bear alien. 
Uh, it's dope. I, I haven't been to Build-A-Bear since my kids were tiny, but I remember going there and being like, here we can you go through the whole process. Oh, yeah. You give it a name. It's, it's all kinds of it's fun. It's actually stuff. really cool. Yeah, no, no, totally. It's, it's great for a kid. It's totally cool. But yeah, Haley, Haley Tap, thank you so much again for that. Uh, Miss Tap, you super are- Super cool bear. You are the kitty's titties. super dope. Super thank appreciate you. it. We love it. And we obviously thank everyone that sends us gifts and stuff like that. It's super cool. Oh, we love we, it. Oh, my now, God. And it's on our shrine right here in our yeah. studio. No, it's- it's. Oh, it'll yeah. eventually be moved out to our video shrine so yeah. people can share with it. Put it out there. Share it with show us. everybody. And, and, and thank you so much for, uh, you know, for everyone out there tuning in every week and listening to the show. Holy Means shit. Means the world. Means the world. God damn, it's amazing. Um, I Even mean, when you stick with us on a sloppy week like this, God bless you. Yeah, we're 270 episodes, episodes in, and uh, you know, you're still showing up, we're still doing it, and we, we appreciate it. Uh, and for those of you that want to support us monetarily, bless your heart. here comes the salesman pitch. <laughs> Join us over there at patreon.com slash podcast. $1 is the one extra bonus audio per month. $5 is the four to five extra bonus audios per month signing up for either of those will get you access to the discord yes which then you and can movie nights movie and nights campfires and kind of and fun stuff a really great community trivia with really good people yeah yeah so be sure to check that out over there and of course we got the merch folks we got the t-shirts and the hoodies over there at the old hellerspace.com through t public and of course we have our very special loveland frogman design from mr top purse over at the uh, cryptonotmerch.com on Crowdmade. We will have new... I had a couple people actually ask me, like, you guys got more merch going there? We do. We do. It just with the holidays and everything going on, I'm just... Which would have been the perfect time to have merch. Yeah. But we're no, not business no, people. No, listen, no. We're idiots. There's sticker sheets and there's a design. We have new designs going up there very soon. We're going to be you know, doing that after the holidays. Yeah. We, you know, we, we do shit on our own schedule. We do. You know, I mean, and they th- offer really cool things that we can do that we can't yeah. do anywhere else, and, and we're going to exploit that. We're going to get back to doing that other stuff there. So, again, check that out. Everything, all that's going to be linked in the description of this podcast. There you have it. Uh, the social media is Roberts. The Instas and the Twitters and the Facebooks, we're there. We're hanging out. We're doing it. Be sure to check us out there. DMs are always open, but give us a little bit of time to get back to you. Absolutely. Just please. because even I get flooded. Well, then I'm like, ah, oh, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I feel bad not getting back to people, but like, you know, when I look at the messages, and I'm like, shit, it's been like three weeks. <laughs> I'm like, God damn yeah. it. And I just someone I got to go through. So, but, you know, thank you to everyone that, you know, sends that there. Also, too, you can email us directly, uh, podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you know, if you have any questions, comments, or complaints, feel free to send, shoot them over there. That, there you that go. makes sense. Yeah. I didn't even realize we had that. Just makes sense that we do. But Kryptonaut, yeah, podcast at gmail.com. So dope. That's where we answer all the emails from. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. So you'd think I would have known that. No. Two seventy. I mean, I'm the, still learning new things. I'm the only person. Well, because you're the fucking champ. Access is it? Yeah. So, that's true. If, if we, if all three of us had access to that email, it'd be a fucking shit show. Yeah, I believe that. It'd you always able, forward shit that's meant for me, anyway. Yeah. No. If you send anything, you know, to me to that email address, you know, to for Robert, I will forward it over to him, and then I will text him, and then I will call him, and then I will tell him the next Monday that I see him that 100%. he has messages. Oh, there's so. layers of protocols. Yes. There's to a lot. To check yes, my shit. There's a ton of ways to have Rob check stuff out. So there you have it. Thank you all so very much. Hope everyone is having a fucking awesome holiday season out there. Do your shit. Celebrate how you want to. And uh, we will be talking with you very soon. 
Heck yes. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. How about um, boop, boop, boop. last Christmas I gave you my heart. Yeah. You yeah. Mm-hmm. My daughter loves that song. Very next day. And she plays it. Son of a bitch. She plays it constantly. Does she really? Every time we get in the truck, oh. she's like, Dad, So Dad, she's Dad. already pining for the heartbreaks of future's past? <laughs> Dude, she's, she's a baby. I, and she, I think it's because, you know, she's last Christmas, she gave him, you gave, I gave you my heart. And then the very next day, year, you gave it away. I don't know. Yeah. What oh, happened? Very yeah, next month. Yeah. Next month. No, I think like, it was the oh, next day. Was, yeah. it, was it? Yeah, she didn't wait till Who New Year. professes their love for someone on, on Christmas, and then the day after Christmas, they're like, oh, sorry, George. I'm drunk, not... drunk people. <laughs> That's right. how that works. You're right. Oh, yeah, they... it's happened to all of us. Oh, she... I may have done it myself. Oh, no. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I, but, I, but you mean it when you're there. You broke George Michael's heart. Well, not him specifically. Fucking... God damn I it. I could never do that to him. Because then he'll never dance again, and sadly he won't. Oh, I'm never going to dance <sighs> again. R.I.P. Oh, I know. R.I.P. Mr. George Michael, son of a bitch. God, what man. a talent. What honestly, if and you look at his, air. if oh. you look at his full body of work, really from holy Wham shit, to fucking all the way solo? to Solo, like he's Come fucking on. really good. He left a legacy. He did. Oh my god, Jeez. one to be cherished. God, all right. Well, there you have it. Yeah, We're there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I like our George Michael outro. <laughs> we'll be talking to you. Bye bye. Peace.